0: Everyone, welcome to another episode of With Clarity and Purpose. And today we have a super inspiring guest, Paul Siwek. Siwek or Siwek? I always like get confused. Yeah, it, it,
1: it's actually Siwek. Most people Shivek. struggle with it. It's Polish, what? so it's not very uh, traditional.
0: I love that. I didn't um, know that
1: pronunciation.
0: Paul Siwek. Did I do it right? Yes, okay, yes, good. Exactly. So, Paul and I actually met when I was in corporate and Many things caught my attention uh, of Paul when I was in corporate. He is a leader in the organization. Uh, Some of these things was like your interest in helping people, Paul. How relatable and how willing to learn you are, it doesn't matter how high up in the organization you are. So those are like the personality traits that were like, I would love to connect with Paul as a mentor, as a leader in the organization. And not only that, my friends, Paul is an executive in one of the most prestigious uh, consulting companies, Global Fortune 500 companies. He's a restaurant owner. We're actually here in Roots. It's a wine bar in Houston. And he's also a real estate investor and a husband and a dad and so much more. So (laughs) I know you have a full portfolio, (laughs) Paul, all the time. I try to keep busy. (laughs) So, this interview is going to be juicy with lots of information, lots of advice for all of you because it's all about inspiring those people that they want to get there for yep. where you are right now. So, thank you so much for of being course. here. I really yeah. appreciate it. Uh,
1: I appreciate the opportunity to share some of my perspectives and experiences in life.
0: I love that so love that. I'm to the discussion. So- I always ask my guests, tell us about your background. Were you born here? I mean, you have a Polish last yeah, name. Yeah. Like, tell me about it. So,
1: yeah, my parents are immigrants, so I Ooh, understand the I immigrant hustle. That. Um, uh-huh. They came here and actually met in New York and then moved to Houston in the late 70s. I love I'm that. born and raised in Houston, so I grew up in Southwest Houston, a leaf neighborhood. Went to high school here, um, went to Austin for university. Um, worked in the engineering field, uh, traveled, nice. lived in the Middle East for a few years with uh, my former company, and then uh, moved back to Houston about seven years ago. And it's been basically home my entire life.
0: I love that. I didn't know your parents were immigrants. Yep. I was talking to a friend the other day and I was telling that friend, the most natural entrepreneurs are immigrants because they have to get here. They have to figure it out. They don't have a path laid out for them. They just like make it happen. Well, if
1: you can take that risk to leave your (laughs) country, leave everything behind,
0: that that says a lot.
1: So, I, I, yeah, I mean, a lot of times the the immigrants and I see the first generation kids there are have that additional hustle not saying everybody can't but uh, it's something that I think is almost like bred in so
0: I love that so other than that experience right like your parents being immigrant you have a couple of side hustles so was entrepreneurship in your family how did you get there
1: so my parents had small rental portfolio when I was a kid so I always helped out I was I was on the weekends a painter I would go clean out apartments when people moved out so They had four units as a kid. So I've always had an interest in numbers and real estate. So that was something I knew I would definitely get into. So after graduating college, my first property that I bought was actually a fourplex. So I I lived in one of the units and I rented out the others. And so I was able to basically, you know, break even on my mortgage, which was which doesn't hurt. And so from there, just systematically grew slowly a house here, a duplex here and just kept kind of. Stacking that and growing that over the years
0: I love it and what about real estate investing were you like passionate about other than growing up around that environment like
1: in real estate something one it's one of the safest businesses that you can go there's the intrinsic value of the property so it, it has a good safety net so there's the downside risk is lower than in most businesses so that that that's beneficial but um it's just a very logical traditional investment that, um, made a lot of sense and something I was exposed to as a child. So I had experience there and, um, it's something I just really enjoy transforming properties. So I do a lot of, uh, I I buy a lot of properties that are maybe in lower income areas and we completely transform them, make them the nicer properties in the neighborhood. So we're helping improve neighborhoods, building safer, um, housing, do a lot of work with, um, Government Housing Agency, Houston Housing wow, Authority, know that. Harris County Housing Authority, Salvation Army, Avenue Three Hundred and Sixty, Catholic Charity. So a lot of tenants who have more challenged backgrounds, and we we like to work with folks and give them a second chance.
0: Oh my God, that's so inspiring! So you're doing what you're passionate about, and also while doing that, impacting people. Yeah, I love it because this podcast is all about that. So real estate investment, and now you're also in the this is wine bar, right? I was reading. It's not necessarily a restaurant, but you have really good bites. I've yeah. been there. I've been here, and I love that. So what took you from real estate investment to this opportunity yeah. of creating roots?
1: So one of my good friends, um this was her brainchild and something she wanted to do. The part I bring to the tables, I, I enjoy creating businesses, growing businesses, love and that. building something her passion is the food and wine side mine is the business acumen. And so we we fit in well together. So she approached me with the idea probably about three years ago now to um, recreate a bar, wine bar that she used to frequent when she lived in in London. And she wanted to bring something home that was similar. So we came up with this concept of roots. It's a wine bar and restaurant. We have a full service kitchen, really great Gulf Coast cuisine. But the idea was she actually grew up in this neighborhood she's from east houston myself my wife and her we're all native houstonians so we kind of see this as these are our roots houston is our roots I the roots that. are the most important part of the of the tree it's where the nutrients come into to feed the fruit that creates the great wine that we have here so that was part of the brainchild behind the name and and what this concept is all about
0: Wow, what an inspiring story. And from real estate investment to now being in this industry, which I imagine is different, very, right? <laughs> very
1: different. I'm like, different. what
0: are the key differentiators there?
1: I mean, it, it's completely different. This is very people-centric business. So you, you go as far as the, the staff you have. And so it's part of this industry. There's a lot of turnover. So there, there's different sets of challenges working with people Versus working with hard assets like in real estate. Granted, you still have tenants who are who are the people and who are your customers, but um, there's definitely different sets of, of challenges there. We've had our struggles and we've had our um, successes, and so it's. I think the biggest thing is to. I don't know. if Appreciate the right, right word, but be able to deal with the with the challenges and the struggles, and and then also celebrate the successes. So we've had some. And we've, we've battled through COVID. The, I know. The second week we were open was the freeze in Houston. But we've had, they're up there on the wall, the articles that have been Houston Chronicle, Houstonia, Culture Everywhere. Map. Um, I know. Says top 10 new restaurant, top 10 wine programs after being only open six months. So I think I you know, love there's, there's some good things impressive. we're doing. And um, we're looking forward to 2022 being a, a great year of growth for us.
0: And honestly, I've been to a lot of restaurants and I had never in my life with 32 years old, you know, seen a self-serving wine bar. And when my fiance and I came here, it was such a fun experience. Just seeing the variety in front of your eyes and just being able to serve it. I mean, that's what I enjoyed the most. Yeah,
1: that's what we say. Like, we wanted to break the barriers, the mold of the stuffy wine bar where... You know, if you don't know a lot about wine, you may be hesitant to order because you'll feel like the Psalm there is going to judge you because you don't. Know <laughs> that the would wine, be me. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I, I have the same pressure <laughs> personally. I mean, to be honest, yeah. like I'm I'm not a wine expert. I'm I'm the business side of it, right? I appreciate good wine. I appreciate good food, but I'm not going to say I'm an expert on it. And so the idea here is, you um, that wine wall we have out there, you curate your own wine experience. There's 56 bottles of wine on that wall
0: I know, it's you, a lot. <laughs>
1: you go pick, look at the label and you pick what you enjoy and you can take one ounce just to try it and you don't have to you know feel committed you didn't buy a whole bottle you take one ounce and you can taste it you can you can taste the 200 hundred dollar bottle of wine on one ounce I know, it's, else perfect. Can you do so, it's like give
0: me a little uh, bit of that good thing and yeah, if i like it i'll have more yeah, exactly low risk so, right exactly so And Paul, so you talked about the challenges and the highlights, right? What is the entrepreneurial mindset that you have been able to apply to all these businesses that you have had to keep you going through those challenges? What are those things?
1: That's a a complex (laughs) question. That's a deep question. Yeah, that's a lot to unpack. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I think there's, so, you know, we we talked about it. I have a corporate background and I'm doing entrepreneurship. Everything at the the same time. Balance balance is important. And I'm not going to say I have it figured out. I'm trying to do better. I mean, we're very active with the family. We do multiple trips a year. So make sure to have that, that grounding there. But I think there's there's learning from the corporate side that I absolutely yes, I um, love to talk about. implement to my personal businesses. The, the structure, um, the, I don't want to say rules, but
0: the
1: discipline that is required in a corporate environment, I think absolutely helps us operate at a more refined refined. level. I hope it's going to translate into a more efficient manner. But I also think there's things from my entrepreneurial ventures that bring a a level of creativity and different perspective to my corporate role as well. So I I think there's definitely both have benefited me into being a more um, well-rounded, creative and, and hopefully successful person.
0: That's that's amazing that you're doing all of this at the same time, right? And in order to do that, what are a couple of actionable tips that our audience... Because you, you manage a lot at the same time, yeah. right? right? And I understand you own roots with two more females, like yeah. so... You gotta manage that interaction too and get help. So what are the key things that yeah. you do in order to get yeah. there? Yeah,
1: so we are we're a woman owned business. I know you're doing Seventy five percent female, twenty five percent this guy. Um, so we have a business partner and my and my wife is involved as well. And then to kind of balance all those things, I mean I think I mean it's good I have a I have a I have a my wife is flexible and tolerant with some of the things that I the hoops I jump through and the fact that I'll take conference calls at midnight and working (laughs) on holidays. So she's, she's able to to put up with a lot and she's fantastic in her role as a, as a mother and in managing the household and giving the children what they need so that I can focus on the things I focus on. But in terms of balancing all those things, that's a daily struggle.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, I've been working with, um, a couple coaches to help me yes. prioritize what's right mm-hmm. and be more disciplined and this is a work in progress about when We're
0: to all say, doing it. <laughs> when,
1: when to say no, what what's what's kind of my limit, what's the reality. And now as I'm from a, a workplace, I'm moving up in my career, I'm I'm working more on enabling others to be successful yes. and stepping back and not being involved in every detail. There's things I sh- don't need to be doing I need to share, give advice or coaching on what my team needs to be doing, hold them accountable to do that, but I can't do all these things because to run a practice, run a real estate business, run a restaurant—no like, possible way. So I know it's a lot. You, know, you it, have four children. <laughs> selecting the right team to be able to implement the objectives, and and so I'm working through that mindset shift of moving from a person who's the working Mm -hmm. individual to being the the leader, the, um, the manager, the executive, the vision centered role. So that's a, I'm going through my own mindset shift that I I I need to do that that. to be able to myself be successful and make everybody around me uh, in the best position to be successful as well.
0: And trusting the people because sometimes I struggle with like trusting that people, that's, right, will oh, do very, the yeah. right things, to the quality that I expect, and you know, I mean, what would you say around that? I truly believe that's a challenge for me as a uh, business totally. owner. How do you deal? And I know we're all working through that, yeah. right? But how do you deal with that? I, I wish I had a great
1: answer for that because <laughs> that is that is the thing, like letting go and accepting. Letting go
0: as know, a theme in.
1: in you know, somebody does it a different way and doesn't mean it's wrong, but it's hard to not think that that's not the way I would have done it. So is that, is it just different or is it worse? Is it better? Like It's it's hard to break out of that mindset. So Mm -hmm. I mean, I I think that's been even the most eye-opening thing with this restaurant venture. It's more out of my comfort zone. And so it's not a business I have a lot of experience in. So there's been a lot of learning And, and now I'm seeing it's been a challenge even applying some of the disciplinary um or discipline that i have from corporate because it's a different industry where people in the restaurant business they don't they work in a slightly different way um, yeah. so blending that into a culture that is successful and enables everybody to be successful has been a work in progress i think we've we've made a lot of strides in this first year of being open i,
0: I feel really
1: excited about where we are now heading into the holiday season and and finishing in december i You know, we've, we've had our ups and downs and I I feel like we've figured most of the things out and it's not going to be perfect. It's going to change, but I think we're in a really good position now to, um, have a foundation upon which to build from. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to 2022 from that perspective.
0: So Paul, in one year you tried a new venture, which is this new industry, you are being super successful with your other two partners. And you have had challenges like we all do in life. Yep, of course. What are those, I don't know, key one or two or three things that you guys focused on in order to get here to this successful point? If someone, for example, in our listeners, they're like, oh, I'm interested in that industry. What do they need to focus on? Just like the big buckets so you can make it.
1: I mean, I think obviously the, the right research and having yes. the in- information and in- Certain pieces, I think we did enough of our research and in certain areas, I would say we should have been more informed um, and could have done more to be prepared in advance. I think absolutely reaching out, talking to people who mm. have experience in that industry, in that background, whether they're a coach, an advisor, informal coach, you can never go wrong with getting advice from enough people. Another thing I think I've learned a lot this year is going with my gut. When my gut says something, Ooh, that's um, important. listen faster. I've kind of pushed them aside too much and let people tell me they're doing the right things, even though I didn't feel like they were. And unfortunately, some in certain cases, I let things go longer than I should have. And, and, you know, there's some slight regrets around that, but, um, it's a learning opportunity. And so it's, um, Listen to my gut and um is to me very important and just having that end vision in mind holding anybody who's involved accountable to what they've committed to not saying make them accountable for more than they should but if they commit to something make them accountable and if they're not there should be consequences and and be follow through on those things so those are some of the things that i feel like I've really learned hard lessons in this year.
0: This is gold. Like, I love doing these interviews because, of course, this is for our audience, but I'm learning so much. And I feel you are talking to me, like, listen to your gut, letting go. Those are things that I'm working on consistently. Surrendering. Okay, trust. Yeah. So I love that you brought that up, Paul. Now, partnership. This doesn't count as a partnership, does it? Because it's three people or still counts like a Well, my wife and
1: I are really half, and then our business partner is the other half.
0: So we'll call it partnership. For example, if one of our listeners or more, they're interested in getting in this industry, how do you know when is the right path to go into a partnership based on what you know, right? In specific
1: we, in this industry? Like yeah, in this industry oh. or
0: in general based on your real estate and this? Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, so like in my real estate, I've done certain investments on my own, certain with partners where I'm, I'm generally the lead partner and they're more silent investors. Yeah. And I'm responsible for delivering results to them. So there's some level of pressure. This is different. This is a legitimately a partnership. So there's, I don't have sole decision-making, right? So it's it's about bending. It's about understanding. It's communication. And so there's, each person brings their own strengths, brings their own perspectives. And it's trying to understand where people's strengths are. And so, I mean, for us, it's been very natural where there's the construction part. That's my forte. I take lead. Finance commercial things, everything associated with more of the CFO type the, that, <laughs> that again is my strength, my passion. So I take lead there, creative direction, food, wine, those kind of things, the ambiance, customer experience, my business partner, that that's her passion. So she takes prime on those that's and right. I provide input and we have a discussion, but so we've had a natural, fairly natural division of the things that are her strength, the things that are my strength and in those areas the person who's that's their strength they take lead and then we we have that conversation and it's a, it's a very interesting dynamic cuz she's also one of my best friends we've been friends for know, almost I 20 years that. yeah godmother of one <laughs> of my kids i mean we're super close so you know sometimes you're friends and sometimes you're business partners and exactly. you got to be able to have those conversations mm-hmm. and um and be respectful and um be able to bend all those things so um i think we've done a pretty good job overall of doing that
0: I love it. So two females and you. Tell me more about diversity and the advantage of that, of being yeah. in a business with like another gender or maybe another person who has a different perspective. How has that been helpful for you?
1: I mean, to me, it's been natural. I mean, it, these are people I know a very long yeah. time. So it's very, very, very... I, I'm not going to say the business is easy, but the cooperation is is easy. I mean, my Laurie, my business partner, we've known each other for 20 years. We worked in engineering firm together and consulting firm, so we we know how we work so it's um so you trust each a, yeah, other yeah, and it made yeah, sense yeah. yeah so it's implicitly so that's that that's that's been fairly easy and then, but we have also a very diverse staff here i mean i know um, i saw and, it. I and, it i love it as you would in <laughs> m- many restaurants right <laughs> yeah. in houston and downtown and and one of the things um has been commented on as well is our, our clientele is extremely diverse um we've had um people come in and talk about like this is what Houston is. I mean you have white, black, Hispanic, Asian, I mean Everything. everybody here. It's, I love- it's like so, oh, here. it's like so it's like we didn't even set out to do that, but it's like become a, a melting pot of a restaurant. And I think didn't that's happen. I mean that's what Houston is. I'm not saying we solved the problem or but we've demystified wine a little bit, make try to make it approachable so everybody feels comfortable. We we have some really good food that people enjoy. Um we're you know just outside of downtown so it's
0: I love it. So, Paul, as we conclude, because I know uh, there are, hey, this restaurant gets really busy, okay? So, we have someone, we have a reservation in a couple of minutes. What is your vision of yourself as an entrepreneur, like, I don't know, five, 10 years from now? What is the future, Paul, the ideal future? I
1: mean, this is uh, is my passion. So, I absolutely want to keep going down this path. I, I want to be holding company of many companies. I you know, if I painted out my 20, 30 year view of four kids, each one of them is running a business within that. <laughs> oh my God. And we have yes, this giant holding company, it's Shivek Enterprises, that's that they're that all engaged, they're all driving value. Um, you know, on the real estate side, my goal is to get to a, a thousand people, a thousand doors one day. Uh, nice. On the restaurant business, who knows, we've talked about expanding to more um, um, vertically and horizontally, more, another Roots 2.0 and also different concepts we'll see what what the new year brings. And then there's, there's other ventures that I'm involved with with some of my other friends. So I've invested in a couple tech startups. And so we'll, we'll way too
0: Diversify my portfolio. <laughs> that's still, yeah. Yeah, I see
1: myself as a portfolio that I need to diversify. So
0: I love it. So a lot of our listeners are trying to gain clarity, they are trying to seek uh, their purpose, or maybe they have an idea, but they're afraid of taking action, you know, what are the top three advice that you would give them based on your whole experience in corporate, entrepreneurship, creating the life you want for your family, for yourself, yeah. to make an impact? Because yeah. that's a trend I see in all of your stories. It's yeah. about giving and yeah. creating the, that impact.
1: Well, to me, it's, it's so important. I, I love to network, connect people. Like, I'm a connector. If there's, if there's one thing people say, I'm, I, I connect people. Like, And one of the most impactful feedbacks I got from somebody was they were, they said, You know you treat the CEO and the janitor the same way yes Mm
0: -hmm. like that was impressive
1: and I was like why the hell wouldn't I like it's a human being It's a human being like yeah I'm a little maybe more intimidated by the CEO but at the end of the day I'm gonna go say hello to every single janitor they're doing their job if they're doing it well that's fantastic right but connecting to me is very important because you never know when that person's going to be a helpful contact or you're going to help inspire them to do something you're going to connect to people they're going to create greatness and that's to me that's fun, that's exciting. I think is, you gotta find where you're passionate about, where you can have an impact, and um I mean you need to take some chances, take some risks. It's not gonna be easy.
0: No. You have to roll <laughs> with the punches. Everyone.
1: But that that and that's one of the things people will say about me, like you don't tell Paul no. You tell him Paul no, I'm gonna keep bird dogging until there's it's gonna be yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna I- be difficult about it, I'm not gonna be uh, you know, evil vindictive, but like if you put a 10 foot wall, I'm going to find a way to over it. Then you yeah. build a 12. I'm going to, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep grinding it out. So, I mean, you, got, Just, you have to have yeah. that mentality of grinding it out because it's not, entrepreneurship is not easy. You got to hustle, <laughs> you got to connect, you got to find money. And that's, those are, those are challenges. And, um,
0: yeah, I love that. And I love exactly what you have said. That's what I'm, Singing of you, yeah. and that's what I communicated, and that's how I introduce you because yeah. I believe that's even more important of any title. So when I was thinking of introducing you, I'm like, these are the qualities yeah. that I'm gonna introduce you. You do everything from a heartfelt way, very genuine. I hope so. Yeah, and that's what I appreciate of you. So as we conclude, what is your information? Maybe Roots Instagram or whatever you want to share with our listeners.
1: Yeah, I mean, come check us out at Roots. We're in uh, East Downtown, thirty-one hundred seven Leland roots wine bar it's at roots hdx on instagram same on on facebook and we're we're filling up some holiday season parties and we're open for happy (laughs) hours private events um so come check us out
0: i love it thank you so much paul i'm so appreciative i know how busy you are and you still made the time to inspire so many people so thank you again i really appreciate it thank you Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.